Welcome everyone to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry and Jerry Karabin. Here we discuss all things energetic, spiritual, intuitive, and yes, psychic. You'll learn about things like Reiki, animal communication, mediumship, or maybe just how to manage your energy on a daily basis. We'd like this to be a place where you can come to open your mind and allow yourself to create a better version of you. It's all about everyday living with a twist. Everybody, <laughs> welcome to uh, the Psychic Wives podcast. I'm Jerry Carabin. I'm Ginger Hendry, and we are here today with former guest and today guest wife Danielle Clark. Dr. Danielle Clark, you've seen her before. Uh, we had a really long um, and really amazing um, recording with her a couple of months ago, I guess, um, about the dark night of the soul. So it was super, super cool. So Danielle, say hi. Hello. <laughs> so we're really glad you're here because we have some really good, um, we kind of wanted to do a whole um, uh, podcast um, answering all these different questions that, that kind of come up for us, things that, that come up for people that do this type of work. Um, and um, it was funny because we reached out to a whole bunch of people to be guest wives and said, hey, you know, give us some topics. So these topics are um, mostly Danielle's and they're really, really good topics. So we're gonna kind of just start right at the beginning. I'm gonna read out the question. How do we do it this way, ladies? I'm gonna read out the question and then um, we'll all just kind of jump in and give our experiences with that um, or whatever. Does that work for everybody? Yeah, that's yeah. good. Cause I think this is gonna Love be cool. It. cool. All right, so the first question we're gonna talk about and what do I, I don't, I have no idea even what to, to name this, uh, podcast. So we'll probably figure it out as we go along because you know, something's going to come up and we're going to be like, ah, you know what I mean? So, okay. So let's all talk about this. Why do you think everyone is on a different journey? Meaning some people are spiritually curious, some are awakened and some are non-believers. So what is your experience? Because we've all um, got that from people. We've all, in fact, I was talking to a client about it yesterday and how as you often move forward into something, into a more spiritual uh, path, um, whether you're doing energetic work or whatever, you some people end up dropping out of your lives because it's not a match. Um, I, you know me in the law of attraction. So I tend to think that happens because of the frequencies. You know what I mean? Like we talk in law of attraction frequency. If I'm, um, you know, working in certain areas, my frequency is different from somebody who is not. And I'm going to preface this all by saying that it's going to sound in this, this podcast, it's going to sound at times like we're saying we're better. And that's not the case at all. Everyone is on their own journey, their own path. And so I, I just want to make sure that when I say, you know, frequencies, that doesn't mean I'm a better person because I'm a higher frequency. We're not saying that at all about any of this. There's no judgment there. Um, so what do you guys think about that? What do you think everyone is on? To, why do you think everyone is? I think, uh, when, and I know we've had this discussion before, but I'll just, I'll go back say to the Akashic Records and, and our, um, at, at least what comes up in the Akashic Records. And everybody is on a different journey. Every soul's on a different journey. Every soul is looking to experience um, things in a different way or things that they haven't experienced well before 
or whatever. So I think when we come into this life, that's why our paths are different. Once we are, let's say, divine beings um, in a human soul, in a, in a human body, right? So you come in and we all have free will and free choice to do whatever. And so our paths go in different directions. Does that make sense? Am I making sense? Yeah, I think so. And I think that, that um, I don't know if you, if I'm restating what you just said, but you're, you're, we, you know, some people believe that we learn things in a lifetime. And if we, then we have to relearn things if we don't learn them right or whatever, coming back in a second lifetime. I don't know how I feel about that because I like to believe that there's free will because there's sometimes when I know I've said with a girlfriend of mine, like, please don't make me come back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when I'm done with this one, please don't make me come back. Let me hang out with all the joy and the love and the blah, blah, blah. But so how do you guys feel about that? Is that what like, you know, like, do you come I back? I hate to think of it the way you were just saying it. I hate to think of it that I didn't learn my lesson in this life. Right. I have to redo it. Cause I don't think, I don't really feel like that's what the soul's about. The soul I believe is really trying to experience not learn if that makes a, a difference like I, yeah. let's say I want to experience in this lifetime um let's say drug addiction I want to experience for whatever reason I want to right. experience that so I come into this life and I, and that is my journey I don't have it all mapped out because I have free will so right. I do what I need to do and hopefully uh, if I'm here and I want to experience that maybe I want to experience all of it so I experience what leads up to it I experience that and hopefully I experience coming through the other side. You know, maybe yeah. if I don't come through the other side, maybe I'll choose in another life to do that or to come in as a support person for somebody in that. So do you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, you didn't do that right. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, that. it's like, I love that because it's like what we talk about in, um, you know, we learned a certain way to do animal communication readings. And at the end, there was like this lesson. I've gotten away from your, from using the word lesson because it always feels like I'm going to teach you a lesson. You right. know what I mean? Danielle, what do you think? I love the focus on experience. And I think that's a big takeaway for me and, and everyone listening. I, I agree. I think, I think we're all on different journeys because for us to experience, we need a duality, right? If, if we're going to truly understand our unique selves, we can't be paired with people like us, right? We need the uh, light, yes. we need the dark. And, you know, without that contrast, we don't get those, those rich experiences that stretch us. Uh, and I know we, we, we don't like conflict and we don't like being misunderstood and we don't like those, uh, you know, quote unquote bad things happening. But if we, if we do a timeline review of our license, it usually is those moments where we were misunderstood, where we were uh, in some sort of a, a challenge where we learned the, the most. So I, I think uh, the universe has this really uh, unique way of placing us in this, uh, this crazy thing we called life with other people that are on different journeys with us to, uh, to help us find our unique similarities and, and differences and to really give us that, that full experience. It wouldn't be a full experience uh, if we were only uh, walking our path with um, the like attracts like, right? I totally agree with you, Jerry, that 
the like attract like, uh, you know, is uh, what is working for us. Uh, and it is a power we can leverage. Uh, and whether we like it or not, we're going to still get people different than us popping in and out to, to, to teach us and give us those experiences. Yeah. And that's funny because when, we, when you uh, study the law of attraction, they talk about contrast. Like we look at contrast, like people are like, you know, meaning this is a bad thing in my life or this is a person, not saying bad person, but this is a person that doesn't think the same way. And so we look at it that bad. We should all, everything should be the same. Everything should be the same. But when I studied with Abraham Hicks, it's very much like the contrast is good because you know what you don't want. So you know what you do want. Again, I was talking to a client the other day and, and we were talking about, you know, these different people and it's okay to have these people in your life. It's not bad. They're just in a different path, but you're learning from them and they're learning from you. And I like what you just said there, Danielle, because it's, it's the same, like they need us in their lives and we need them in our lives. Yes. I, th I think because we do learn from one another. So maybe there's somebody that is not on a spiritual path, but the only reason they're not on a spiritual, because it could be any number of things. The only reason they're not on a spiritual path maybe is because they're afraid. Or maybe it is they're not on a spiritual path because they're like, yeah, I'm a total non-believer of that. But maybe they're a non-believer because they were brought up, you know, really hardcore Catholic or really, do you know what I mean? So there's such a variety of reasons and it kind of makes you feel like this is what, you know, I hate to get all mushy right now, but this is what makes the world go round. Do you know what I mean? Because every, yes. we can all learn from each other, which goes back to that. Not, you know, there's no bad, you know what I mean? There's, no, and I think it does always come I, back. I forget. Okay. I was going to say, I, I think it comes back to, we've talked about this before too, about being authentic and embracing the mm. real us, right. In our growth. Um, because if we're not being the real us or the deep us, then we don't, we're not in a position to maybe help those around us that we have some, like say soul contract with, right? If I'm not me, I can't give you that piece of me that you may need for you to move in a different direction. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So, um, sorry, we were I, thinking, yeah, go I'm ahead. Sorry, what Ginger, were you going to say, we Danielle? The, the same yeah, we were thinking the same thing, Ginger. I was, um, I forget who coined the term or, or where I, I read this, but uh, the concept of a sleepwalker has uh, stood with me ever since it was introduced. And the concept of a sleepwalker is based off of soul contracts. Uh, some of us agree to come here uh, as, as what was coined as a sleepwalker, not, not being fully in touch with their true selves, not being fully in touch with their spiritual self and uh, talk about the ultimate uh, sacrifice or gift right. to us that are on a spiritual path because um, these sleepwalkers uh, have agreed to be here um, probably to press us forward, right? You know, sometimes, uh, you know, it's those that don't have belief in us that actually get us to the next level, right? Where, where we fear, we feel that fire inside of us and we just want to, you know, keep moving forward. And we, we, we start using the power within us as opposed to other people believing or not believing in us. And that concept really stuck with me. I know 
Um, I have a lot of uh, atheists and non-believers in my family. And if I, I think about my personal uh, examples and that, that sleepwalking concept, I'm like, that makes perfect sense, right? Where, you know, they came here to, uh, to really help me understand who I am unique, uh, you know, separate from them in a beautiful way. And you know what, I've never really thought about that before, but think about it. The three of us, um, we all work in mediumship at this point. Um, and, you know, myself, Ginger and, and Danielle, we all work in mediumship. Now think about it. Sometimes you'll be connected with, a, you know, some, a, a client's loved one in spirit and they show themselves to you in a certain way. This happened to me the other day and they show themselves to you in a certain way. And it's like, you know, um, you know, I had a mother and a grandmother come through and they were both non they were not warm fuzzies on this side. They were not, you know, they were, it was a, it was a very rough life for them. Um, and they were, there was fear and there was, there was anger and there was sadness and there was depression and all that stuff. But on the other side, they get that, oh, I'm, I'm free now. I'm released now. So that kind of connects with what you're talking about, Danielle, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. have we all yeah. gotten, have That's you guys all experienced that? Yeah. I mean, yes. I can think of one, I don't even want to say who, I, I can think of one person that I'm associated with um, who is such, I, I don't even have the words. I, I, and, but that person has pushed me. In yes. a direction. I want nothing to do with them. And I keep crossing paths um, and, it makes me just relook at everything yeah. around me because it's just obnoxious. I think, how can you be that obnoxious? <laughs> they are. And, and it's not just me. It's everybody that around that says the same thing. And they're kind of oblivious to it. It's me, right? It's me, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's really cool. I like that. What did you sleepwalkers? I, I, I guess I'd never really mm. thought about that. And I love what you said. Like, it's kind of the ultimate sacrifice, you, you know, of them coming in there. So that, that's super cool. That's super cool. Okay. I want to move on to the next, next one. What tips would you give to those who are thinking about coming out of the spiritual closet, meaning practicing mediumship, animal communication, or just believing in a higher power that goes against the grain of some. Because that's what we end up talking about, like the goes against the grain of some, because I think the theme here is kind of that we're, I'm using air quotes here for people that can't see us, um, different. And we're not, but, you know, people would, would look at that as different. I mean, think about it. And I say this all the time, you know, back however many hundred years, you know, Salem witch trials, hello. Do you know what I mean? These people, you know, these women were just kind of intuitive and were like hung for it. Do you know what I mean? Because that's like scary. And so there's got to be um, tons of people. Like, I mean, I remember being, being in high school and being like a little different. Do you know what I mean? And not in a bad way, really. And I mean, I, you know, I was, I, I would, I didn't have problems or anything like that, but some really do. And I would say it's probably worse today than it was when we were all growing up for sure. I mean, Danielle, I think you're younger than the two of us, but you know, I think, you know, my gosh. So what would you say um, to people that kind of either know they have something or want to pursue 
something spiritual or, and not even just to do business or whatever, to be a psychic or a medium or something, but just to be able to talk about, you know, their spirituality or go in that religious direction. There is a, a, you know, spiritualist church, you know what I mean? Right. I'd say a a few things. I, I think the bigger one is there's no right or wrong. I think there uh, is this big push on come out, come out, right? And yeah. I just say when, when, when you're ready, just because you're not ready to share your story, your gifts or your beliefs with a big audience, doesn't mean that you don't have that belief in yourself and your, uh, your universe. Um, I know I've had a lot of clients and friends where it was all or nothing to them. They were either going to stay within a shell or they were going to come out, you know, big time conversations and social media posts. And, right. and I'd say, uh, you know, it's, it's anything that we enjoy. If you knit, um, some of us like to make a little something for someone special. Some of us like to sell it at craft fairs. Some of us will make something and tuck it in a box and never right, do anything right. with it again. And, you know, anything for enjoyment, uh, there, there's no right or wrong. So I, I think that's a, a, a big one. I have heard a big misconception where if you don't come out uh, and you don't own it, that you're, you're never going to get to the next level. And, and I, I don't believe that. It's about your connection with spirit and, and making sure that that is true and that that is honest and and that is strong. And for those who are ready to, uh, to come out, right, whether it's attend a new church, whether it's, you know, um, try their gifts on a loved one, whether it is, you know, opening, uh, you know, up, up a business, I'd say figure out, uh, take some time to figure out your story and what you want to share with the world. Because also just because you come out, does it mean you need to share everything? You don't have to share about the trauma that led you here. You don't have to share about the visions you got as a kid or the loss that sparked this communication. You can if you want, but I I would say before coming out, really um, strategize, you know, think about what's important for others to know and and how you want to say it and to play around with those words. And that could be just an audio recording of yourself. That can be just journaling or, uh, you know, typing away and figuring out what words and stories uh, feel right. And it's always a process. Uh, you'll say something and you'll say, Ooh, that doesn't feel right. That felt a little too much or, Oh, wow. That, that actually felt great what I gave and, and just continue to do it in, in baby steps and then reinvent and, and move forward. I love the way you said that. I really do. I love that. I think that's huge. That's huge. What do you think, Ginger? Yeah, I agree with, with everything that Danielle just said. I think that, um, uh, at the beginning for, for many people, particularly if you are religious, so you grew up in a religious, uh, I did, we talked about this before as Catholic, um, but when I did start to um, do more reading and become more present in, in thinking about spirituality, for me, I could see, I could see how the Catholic and the spiritual, I mean, the, the Catholic was traditional and rule-based but the underneath of it is the same thing for me as spiritual like I understand I could I could get rid of that trapping of the the right. church and take the practice sort right. of with um and the other thing is that a lot of people that come up traditionally that work corporately or in a, in a traditional job think of this or may think of this as like woo yeah <laughs> it was kind of me I never said that 
but I had a whole thing about, I, I was in a professional sales job. I was a sales manager. I was traditional. And so even though I felt spiritual and I did what you mentioned, Danielle, I mean, I took classes, I moved in that direction. I didn't talk about it except for a very small group of friends who were like-minded. Um, and at the beginning, I didn't even realize I was doing that. It wasn't until Jerry, when we were in um, animal communication, yeah. I remember that this came up and somebody said, um, have you announced on Facebook that you're, because we were actually, re you know, doing yeah. reading. I thought, no, it no. didn't even really occur to me because that was like a big, like, ooh, stepping off the plank kind of thing. Yeah, that's that big thing that Danielle was just talking about. Like that, right. that was really, I am out, you right. know, like hundreds of people now, you know, that I'm telling. Yeah. But here's the thing. I mean, when, when we finally did, it isn't, people don't see it. Most people don't see it as woo woo. And nobody said, right. I didn't think you most were people like, were like, Oh my God, that's so cool. It's so cool. Oh my I God, that's so this. cool. But yeah. yeah. And again, Ginger and I were doing this, like, you know, taking a class and start getting a website and doing, you know, business. So, you know, that that's the way we wanted to do it. We needed to you know, come out in that way. But as Danielle says, you know, you know, you don't have to come out. And I agree with what you guys are both saying. And I want to throw this into it. There's that word again, that authentic self. Okay. And I think mm -hmm. some people feel like you said, Danielle, it has to be all or nothing. Like either I'm going to be uh, doing this thing that I'm doing, or I have to, you know, I'm either going to stay corporate or I have to, you know, wear a ring on every finger and scarves on my head and have a, a you know, crystals everywhere, even though we do have crystals everywhere, just saying, um, you know, you know, you know, you, like, in other words, it's, and that's one of the reasons why we call ourselves the psychic wives, like, it's everyday living with a twist, like, in other words, we're not that person with the, you know, big flowy skirt and the da da da, you know, because we're not you don't have to play that part coming out doesn't mean that all or nothing like Danielle was, was talking about. And so you, you can, as long as you say, stay authentic to you and you don't try to be something that you think you should be. In other words, you don't, you don't have to be that woo woo person that you think you have to be to do, to embrace your spiritual side. Does that make sense the way I'm trying to say that? Like you don't, you know. I love that. Yes. Yeah. It does. Because everyone's going to, some are going to want to go big and flashy. Yeah. And that's their authentic self. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and, and so allow, allow that, allow your, your personality to, to shine through whatever medium. And then what did you is. say, that's Danielle? Beautiful. I love that, Jerry. Yeah. What did you say, Danielle, about, um. Anal not analyzing, you said like figuring out what is that authentic self? There's that piece. What is that? Are you that big yes. fashion person? Are you that? Is that what's going to make you feel good? Like I'm owning it and I'm living the life and I'm blah, blah, blah. Is that going to make you feel good? Or is it like more of a balance going to make you feel good? Or just, you know, what is it for you? Think, and I think that's the big thing that we're getting to here. What is it for you? Not what you should do. I always say to people, stop shooting on yourselves. Not what you should do or not what other people think you should do. What does it mean for you? And, and like, I think that one of the other big pieces here is it's that whole thing that we all come down to. You know, why, why are people worried about this? Because they're worried about what other people think about them. 
Right. That's what everything mm. comes down to almost, you know, what will other people think of you? I don't know about you, um, Ginger, but as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh, who the hell cares? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want anymore. Maybe that's an age thing. <laughs> Maybe it's an age thing. I don't know. But I, I remember I kind of hit 50 and I was just like, ah, screw it. You know right. what I mean? Like, and it's gotten better and better and better, not worse and worse, better and better and better because I'm more like, you know, if, you know, if you don't like me, I'm, I'm very sorry you've chosen to see it that way. Bye-bye. You know, like- well, I know. I remember when I was a kid, my mother used to say to me and, and I so believed it. She would say, Oh, if we were all the same, how boring would that be? Exactly. I really like mm. differences. Of yeah. So. Yeah. Which goes back to that first question that we talked about. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I love that. So it, let's recap that on the tips. Just be yourself, be authentic, figure out what is going to make you happy. Don't worry about anybody else. Figure out if you need to come out, you know, loud and proud and bold and, you know, swirly skirts and whatever, or you're just moving to another church or whatever. But, and here's the thing, there's no rule. And I, that's what you had said, Danielle, that I loved. Like, there are people out there that says, no, in order for you to do this, or you have to claim it, you have to be out there, you have to tell everybody. That's not the truth. That's not true. You know, do you tell everybody that you're a, you know, closet, like Star Trek graphic novel reader, if that's uncomfortable for you, I'm pulling that out of whatever, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody says you have to tell anybody anything unless it's a pl- in, in a place for me. And this is just me that if you're hiding and you're not feeling that you can be your, un- your authentic self, then that's something that you got to work with. Right. Yes. Yeah. Awesome recap. I love that. Is this for me? I started adopting that strategy on social media probably about a year ago. Uh, And before I post anything, whether it's a picture of myself, whether it's a blog, whether it's a post, I'm always like, is this for me? And that's the first question. And if I find myself like, oh, no, you're doing that for attention, Danielle, right? Or, oh, you're doing that for ego, or you're doing that for show. Uh, I won't send or I'll readjust so that way it sounds more like me and for me. Uh, and oh my of course God, I that is my so... audience, but I always ask, is this for me, number one? And then I'll say, is this for others? Can this help others as well? That is so, so, so powerful. That is so powerful. I remember when I was younger, um, and uh, I had had an issue with a family member and it was like so, so, so upsetting for me. And a girlfriend of mine said, write them a letter write this person a letter. And I wrote this big, long letter. And she said, now, before you send it, what are you hoping to get out of it? Like, is this for you to cleanse yourself and like, now it's out there and I've let it go. Or is this to get a reaction or something out of that person? Mm. Like, you know, is it ego driven? Is it like um, whatever driven? And I think that's such a beautiful thing to, um, a lot. You can use that for a lot. You know, have you all seen that yeah. meme in like Facebook and it says stuff like, you know, what is it? Three things. Is it necessary? Is it kind? Is it true? Or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before you say something or post something, is it necessary? Is it kind? Is it true? Um, so yeah, you could absolutely put, use that for this, you know, are you coming out because it feels good to you? Or are you coming out to piss somebody else off? You know what I mean? Or are you coming out to, do you know, it's, it's all part of that being that authentic self. I think I love that. I love that. 
Cool. Um, this kind of goes along with everything else. How do you deal with eye roll folks in life and in business when it comes to spirituality? I got to go first here because I think it's funny as heck. Listen to this. So I always say there's like three people, I guess I say three people, like if you go and you're in a cocktail party or you're at a event or something like that, and you're meeting new people and it's always like, Oh, what do you do? Do you know what I mean? Like I can definitely, you know, being intuitive, we can tell the people that are standing in front of you, whether they're going to be like, oh my God, that's so interesting. Or they're going to be like, oh, nice to meet you and back away. Or they're going to be like, oh, please. That does, you know what I mean? Like right. you can usually tell. And I always say that sometimes, you know, because I, I'm a writer as well. So sometimes I'll say, you know, oh, I'm a writer because I know, you know what, I don't even want to deal with this because I know this person is going to whatever. Or some pe sometimes I'll know the person is going to be receptive and I'll be like, oh, I'm a human and animal psychic medium. And here's the third. Sometimes I know that the person is going to be like, ah, 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 but they're kind of such a jerk that I do it anyway. You know what I mean? Like I, I say, just to make them uncomfortable. And that's horrible. I know. <laughs> but that's me being authentic with my warts and all. Um, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know I sometimes joke when I get the eye roll and it, and it doesn't happen that often. So yeah. it's not a big deal, but you know, I'll say something like, yeah, I'll like laugh with them. Yeah, you're yeah. right. If you don't believe it, it mustn't be true. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. um, I have had some people, but it's been a while. And, it, and like I said, it hasn't been a lot, but um, I laugh because my husband one time, this was years ago, said my kids were home and he said something like you know um rap is dead the song you know the music rap, rap yeah. is dead and my kids like dad what are you this is like 10 years what are you talking about and he goes well you never hear it anymore it's dead i guess it was a big you know and he starts talking he knows nothing about right? <laughs> so i said it's not dead you just don't listen to it like it's not you know yeah. you know what I mean? and so i said so if you don't see it it doesn't exist and that's the first time it really hit me that way that that's how people are if it doesn't yeah. resonate or they don't see it it doesn't it, it doesn't, doesn't exist it be right and so um I, I think this lends itself to that you know yeah. well, I don't have any experience with that that can't be true you know yeah um, and I think we also have to look at it that eye roll is um fear of the unknown in some people does that make mm -hmm. sense? You know, when they're looking at you, oh, please, you know, like, because they're like, whoa, that's crazy stuff. And I'm afraid of that, you know? And so I'm going to put up my wall because here's this person in front of me. Is she reading me right now? You know what I mean? What do you think, Daniel? Right. Oh, it's a good question. You know, uh, th this is really important for the listeners. I'll, I'll say, so, you know, third time is a charm. I haven't had a significant amount of eye rolls either. So again, this just kind of supports that, uh, you know, come out if, if you're ready and if it's for you, because a, a lot of that fear might be internally. Yeah. Uh, I have had some, you know, some people um, skeptical or uh, yes, in the moment, uh, you know, that shock or that fear, you know, caused them to either walk away or give an eye roll or some sort of a, a, a sassy comment uh, and, and, what I can say is uh, I, I accept it. It's, it's never about persuading. It's about honoring the human experience. I know I've seen some crazy things in my life too. And my initial reaction <laughs> uh, yeah. is probably an eye roll or a scrunched face. Um, you know, depending on the person, again, I'll try to use my intuitive sense and, and say, okay, is this, 
is this someone uh, to continue with? Do I want to get curious about this person? Do they want to get curious about me? Or, or is it enough to just, you know, realize that we're not going to have a conversation filled in a heart centered way at yeah. that moment? Um, I think, you know, the, the best thing to do uh, anytime that, that you're out and one thing that I, I do, because I, I, I do, I love uh, external validation. I do. I know. Uh, and so I'm really good about my, um, my affirmations before I go out somewhere, right? Like you are worthy, you are loved, you know, you are gifted. Um, so that way when, you know, the eye rolls come or the skeptics come, uh, they don't penetrate me as much. So I, I'd say I do a lot of my prep work before I, I go out into those situations. And, and when I come home, it's this big release of, you know, journaling, right? If someone didn't, you know, honor me mm. the, the way I thought I should, I should be honored. Because even in this work, I've done readings and you'll get no, 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 right? In the moment of a reading and the first reaction is, oh goodness, right? I'm, yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not good enough or, you know, I've, I've lost my touch, right? Uh, and there's so many reasons for that barrier, right? Um, maybe that person's not connecting something because they're grieving or maybe they're, uh, they've had a bad day and, and they can only interpret things um, from a darker side than I'm giving it or they're so clouded with emotion that they're not thinking, right? Or maybe it is uh, not my best day. And I, and I think that's important too. Um, sometimes an eye roll can be, you know, quote unquote, deserved, right? Or, you know, sometimes it's something's just not meshing and it's okay to accept that. Like, okay, yikes, that came out weird. Or, yep, no, I realized that that might've been too soon to say that. Or, yo, I'm really off on this message. Let me kind of get back there. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, realizing it's like some, sometimes, not all the times, but sometimes it's, uh, you know, it just takes people a while to come together and figure out their rhythm, whether you're just meeting someone for the first time or you're doing a rhythm and just uh, giving yourself time and love for, for that to happen. Sometimes it can be, you know, five or 10 minutes before you find a groove with someone. Yeah. I wanted to comment on two things. One was that like before, um, like before I do a reading, part of my intention is for me to have no attachment to the outcome. Do you know what I mean? So in other words, kind of release my ego so that if I do get people saying, no, that doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't, when I'm in that reading, I have no attachment. So I, I try to like, please allow me my prayer before I do a reading is for me to have no attachment to it. So that could be a, a really good way to, you know, like you said, before you go out and about, you know, let me have no attachment to yes. any outcome about whatever. The other thing that I wanted to say is, um, it's sort of what we said, I said before about like a lot of times people are just fearful of that kind of thing because they don't know anything about it and they were brought up in a certain way and that's evil and blah, whatever. Um, but so what we have to do is realize that's their story and their journey. You know, like I always say, like we, you know, you're driving down the road and somebody cuts you off and you're like, you know, that, you know, whatever. Well, if we could just maybe be compassionate about that and think, you know what, I have no idea what, what's going on in that guy's life right there. Yes. You know, did he just get a bad diagnosis? Did his wife just get a bad diagnosis? Did his kid not get into school? Did he lose his job or he or she, do you know what I'm saying? Like we as humans, um, you know, go to the negative, you know, so you could do the same mm. thing. Is that eye roll, that's his journey or her journey, you know, you know, 
are they afraid of it? Do they really wish they could do it, but they can't, so they have to, do you know what I mean? We have no idea uh, where that's coming from and it's really their thing, so we should not take it on. Yeah, I, you know, it was interesting. Yes. I watched the, um, a, uh, it was on Facebook, it was a video clip of, Matt, I think it's Matt Frazier, who's the medium. Does that name ring a bell? And I think he's from Massachusetts. Um, and he's unbelievable. I've never seen him before, but he, he was on a, a morning talk show and you could, one of the hosts said, you know, he's, he was very, really nice, but he said, Hey, I'm, I'm a skeptic. I just, you know, no offense or anything. And they, and the woman, they had a co-host. So Matt Frazier connects to the woman and it, it was unbelievable. But then he connects to the guy and you could tell the guy was, you know, no, 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 yeah. no. But what happened was he connected, this man had had a childhood friend who he had lost contact with pass away and he did know that the friend had passed away but he hadn't kept in touch and he was on fire giving detail that no one would right. like no one would know and the guy was so close to tears by the end of the and it was only you know like mm -hmm. a five or six minute segment um that he, he could almost not speak and yeah. he said i did not believe i did not believe and he, had, and he was nice and respectful but he just could not get over right. So I think there are people like that too that are like, I'm not, I'm not even going to go to anybody because I, I, I just don't believe it. It doesn't make, you know, I'm not comfortable or whatever. And then, right. yeah, you know, it's interesting that kind of, um, I made the mistake of, um, I was going to an event and I, they were giving away door prizes and I gave a gift certificate, which I've learned never to do that because the person that wins the gift certificate may be a skeptic and doesn't want it. So now you're, you're going mm -hmm. in against someone. Well, and that's exactly what happened. Although she wasn't a, a skeptic, but I was doing this reading and, and I'd be like, does that make sense? No, 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 that's not me. No, that doesn't make sense. It was a, a psychic and animal reading. Nope, no, that's not, nope, not me. Nope, nope, the whole time. And I'm thinking, oh, for the love of God. And at the end, I was like basically laughing. And I was like, well, it's good you didn't pay for this. You know what I mean? Like you got it for free. Because thinking, oh my God. And she's like, well, you really told me everything that my therapist has been telling me for the past three years. In other words, <laughs> like I was telling her and it was correct, but she just didn't want to yes. hear it. Do you know what I mean? So, so that's sort of like what you're, what you're talking about, Ginger, like, and that's another thing that's, you know, some people just, just, I can't, I can't, I can't, or, you know what I mean? And it's, but it's Which there. Which is good. It's, it's all good. Story. And I think that's good important for, for people to hear too, because like, you know, everyone who's listening to this, you know, they are, you know, synced into the abundance woo woo universe. And yeah. we get so jazzed because we know how good the high vibes are. And a good reminder for everyone too, like, like we, we need to respect it. Just like someone might not want to have those conversations about baseball or Star Trek, yes, right? Yes, yes. Uh, it's the same thing, even though this is our candy, right? Like this is yes. our thing. It's okay to just shift, right? Somebody rolls the eyes or says they don't Agree. I loved what you said, Jerry. Talk about writing then, right? Like there's also a piece on us where I, I know uh, we all get just so into the goodness we feel, but you know, it's our cup of tea and, and not necessarily everyone. So uh, hopefully this conversation gives just more people power to, uh, to just smile in their no and yeah. respect others. No. And, and again, just remember we're all on different paths. I love it. Love yeah. it. 
that it's and it's kind of we kind of already answered this then ties into the next question what are the ways you keep your vibes high when people around you doubt you danielle you kind of said like before you go you set that you like prepare yourself or set that kind of an intention um ginger do you have any I, I think that's a great idea. I had not thought of doing that. I, I don't. Um, but I have gotten really good at understanding that it is somebody else's journey. So I don't take any of it on me at yeah. all. I mean, that I do joke, like I said, well, if you don't believe it, then it mustn't be true. But that's only been a couple of times. Um, so it doesn't, it doesn't phase me. It just wouldn't be something that we would chat about or, right. you know, we would go in a different direction. So, yeah, there's uh, when I went to, uh, shaman school, I'm a, a shamanic practitioner. Um, you get all these rights. You're, you're given the rights of this and the rights of this and the rights of this. And one of the things they also do is they put, they give you these, ba what, what we call bands of protection. And they're basically these energetic mm. bands that go all the way down your, the main meridian, but then around each chakra. Okay. And, and you use it in situations like, you know, like if you're at a party or if you're at something and you're surrounded by people that are like, you know, suppose it's a work party, you have to go to your spouse's, you know, something or whatever. And you're like, really not within your tribe. You know what I mean? You're really not with, you know, whatever <laughs> you can, and I, and I, you know, yes, I, I was given these rights and given these bands, but I believe that everybody can, can do that kind of puff out your, your energy, puff out that energy. And, um, you can kind of play with it on, um, I've done it like on an elevator and anybody that's listened to it, maybe this, you know, skeptics may be like, oh, please, but I've done it like on an elevator when it's too <laughs> what I'm feeling and I'll just like puff them out and people yeah. actually kind of shift because you're, you're moving I do the out same thing, energetic field. And it's, so it's almost like giving you space around you so that like, for me, the way I think it is, I'm puffing it out and then there's more me and what I know between the physical me and the person. Does that make sense? The way I'm trying to say that, like, like yes. there's, yes. there's more of that good energy coming out. So it's protecting me. Right. Does that make sense? Right. Way protect. I do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, I describe mine as a purple translucent igloo of sorts. Yes. Uh, and, and there was no, uh, any kind of, uh, official ceremony for me. It's just something that I've adopted over the mm -hmm. years, but the more and more I use it, the stronger it becomes. And I think that's important for people to know you might use it the first time and it might not work. And just like yeah. anything, you have to believe you have to practice you, you, you have to, you know, get in that, that mode. But I, I do that. And I'm really good about human things too. Like I'm always good about having some sort of a lotion that smells really good. Um, so when I need like a quick distraction, right. Uh, yeah. or something to kind of center me, I'll go in the purse and I'll, I'll, I'll put something on. Um, so anything you can do to ground yourself, right. Yeah, that's Whether that's energy idea. protection or something that smells good. Yeah. We said before crystals. Okay. So, you know, there's mm, often yes. a crystal in my bra or my pocket. Mm -hmm. Do you know yes. what I mean? I swear to God, I was at a restaurant and I got up to use the ladies' room and I bent over to pick up my napkin and crystals fell out of my bra. I swear <laughs> to God. Oh, I love it. Swear to God. Do you know what I mean? Because, I love it. Yeah. Because if you don't have pockets because you're wearing a dress, you just, you know, whatever. And and sometimes if I'm going out with certain people that I know are whatever, I have to protect myself because I know the conversation is yes. going to be, and, and not even talking about what I do. The conversation is just going to be rough. 
or just not yeah. something I like or, or something like that. So um, you, you can do those kind of things. Uh, my Reiki master used to always say she does a, an M&M candy coated shower. <laughs> like, so she envisions like a shower of coming down her that would be like the coating on an M&M. And you could oh, make wow. it close That's to so your cool. body or as far away from your body as you want. And it's just something that she does when she knows she's going to be around people that are more, um, like when I do it around certain people, I know there's a little bit of toxicity for me. I'm not calling this person toxic. Um, do you know what I'm saying? Like there's a little bit more toxicity. Yes. So I have to buffer myself a little bit so that it doesn't affect me. Um, I know people that are listening to this that are like totally new to this are going to be like, what the hell? You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, my, my big takeaway for today is I am going to have some crystals in my bra. I'm so yeah, excited. I'm Never saying, thought about that one. They kind of fit nicely <laughs> if you, I mean, if you're wearing something really, Love really it. tight, maybe, but you know, you kind of tuck them around like whatever. And it's like, oh, what shall I wear today? You know? <laughs> what I, Love I it. put in there, there today? It was funny because it was when I was first di diagnosed with cancer. So I had like all these very specific ones on my, you know, it was pretty funny. And the, and my father's, I was with my father and my father's going, what the hell? You know, and I was like, never mind, Dad. You, don't, you don't need to understand it. Just keep eating. I'll be right back. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Um, uh, where do you find a sense of community? Yeah. Where do you find a sense of community? Um, I, I was just talking to somebody about that too. Like when you do step into whether it's work or, you know, cause we, we step into this work, we do it as work as, you know, as a, as a, you know, we give of it, we do it for clients. Um, you naturally, when you take classes and stuff like that, you kind of, ah, my people, ah, my tribe, you, you know what I mean? Um, ginger circles of wisdom, you, you know, you're there. Circle of wisdom is where I started. You know, I don't even know how, I think they've got to be around 20 years and it probably is close to that for me. Uh, and I don't remember how I found them, but, um, yeah, that, that began. Um, and, and for me, cause they were close to me, they did a lot of things years ago in person. The good news today is particularly with the pandemic is most things have moved online. So I know there are places in the country, Jerry, you probably, and Danielle, maybe you find this when you're doing readings, I might be reading for somebody in, you know, Alabama, let's say, and they say that's not, I don't really have that around me. Well, you don't need it in person anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. Online. So I think when you're interested, whatever it is that you're interested in, I mean, I Google everything. <laughs> so yeah. I, you know, that's where I start. And then I look around, are there books I can read? Are there local events? Is it online? You know, and I just sort of maneuver that way. And I still have my circles group and I'm actually reading, doing readings for circles. Um, Cause it worked out that way for me, but I would be looking um, anywhere. I mean, New Hampshire metaphysical, I do stuff with and, uh, and Danielle, you've done stuff, Jerry, you've, you know, done yeah. stuff with them. So, you know, you don't have to be, it, has, it doesn't have to be local to you. Yes. Um, and I think it's just becoming more mainstream. I, I really do. I just think it's, particularly even over the last five, six, seven years, it's become more um, mainstream, the opportunity to learn new things about it. So um, the other thing that I wanted to say is, and this is kind of coming from the other side, but this is a perfect example and Danielle's with us today, but um, you know, we 
we do what we do and we have Ginger and I and we put it out there. And so the universe knows that and sends that energy out there. And Danielle was attracted by that energy and Danielle found us. And now we consider ourselves friends with Danielle. She's here as a guest wife, but, and she's also been a guest, but we're also now doing practice circles together, um, the three of us. So don't discount the fact that people will find you. Right. When your vibration mm. changes and you're all into this, you know, like whether it's you're just really into it. And like you said, Ginger, you're reading books and you're doing all of this stuff. You're putting that out there into the universe and something will happen where someone will find you. Um, so there's that side of it as well. I know for me, it was, it was, it was via, um, you know, my shamanic training. And then all of a sudden you're like, that was my first um, it, big experience with, oh my gosh, there's a ton of people that are like this. And, and then it just went from there. And I'm still friends with some of the people I went to shaman school with, you know, five years ago, six years ago, whenever the heck it was, six years ago. Um, so it, it, it really does, the more you, you delve into it, the more people find you and you find them. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Danielle? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah, I, I agree that the law of attraction really does make sure that, that yeah. your eye catches that, that person or vice versa. Uh, you know, the, the key is you, you need to put yourself out there, right? And anytime you don't know someone or you want to get to know someone better, it is intimidating because it's always that fear of rejection, right? Whether, you know, they're too busy for you or they don't respond or you guys don't click. Um, so I, I'd say if, if, you, if you find a zing with someone, yeah. uh, then, you know, reach out, take, take the moment to be like, Hey, I think with you guys, it was like, I love what you're sharing on social. I love the energy. Um, you know, could we connect? And, yeah. uh, it doesn't need to be anything bigger than that, but that that's how you're going to build uh, long lasting, true, deep community. Yeah. Um, because if you go to the classes, that's great. And you'll, you'll pick up the learning, right. but if you don't make the extra effort mm -hmm. to stay in touch with someone, yes. uh, it, it's not, it's not going to, to last. And, and so that is tricky. Uh, and, and again, I think that's, you know, find your own authentic way. Some people like conversation, some people just like email, right? Mm -hmm. If you're an emailer, you know, send a little note uh, and said, you know, can I ask you a question or let me know of any classes you go to in the future. It, it, it doesn't need to be this big, uh, you know, like, Hey, want to be my friend? <laughs> and hey, let's have coffee smart. every Tuesday on blah, blah, blah. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be <laughs> like, know. that. you know, uh, I know we use each other, you know, especially Ginger and I like, Hey, can you check in on my dog for a second? Cause we've said this before, like sometimes it's just really super hard to read your own animal because you're very attached to the outcome or, yes. Hey, can you pick up your pendulum and, you know, help me out with, with this, or I need a little guidance with this, or what do you feel about this? Um, it helps you stay, stay like for me, it helps me stay true, true to things. Like, am I, am I thinking incorrectly about this or I'm getting too much into my head? Could you talk me down? Um, you know, uh, for me, I made a very good friend in animal communication too. And I, way back when, when I was taking classes with her and I, we have what we call a mastermind every Friday morning. 
we talk to each other at 1030 to 1130. She gets a half an hour. I get a half an hour. And we just work on our whatever's coming up. It doesn't have to be business. It can be like I'm having a problem getting my act together about this thing. Or I had this thing that happened this week and it made me really, really sad. Can you give me guidance? And we'll connect with each other and connect with our guides mm -hmm. and, and do guidance. And it, and it can be a really, it's not, that's, yes, we're friends, but it's more of a commitment to connect with each other and help every week. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like, oh, how's it going? Oh, I did this this week. It's a, it's almost like a, you know, it's a, it's a mastermind hour or something. Um, yeah. And that works out really well for me, but it doesn't have to be that way. It can really be um, like any, anything. Um, and it really does, I feel, help you uh, find that balance or whatever. Like, yeah, you have these other friends that, you know, don't do anything that you do and that's great. And you have a blast with them, but it's always great when you have these, you know, other friends, if they, if they mix, that's even better because I have a few of those that mix, you know, I'm with them constantly and, and they're, they're spiritual people too, you know? So, um, it's, a, it's a pretty, pretty cool thing. So, um, so we have one last question and this is, um, one last topic, and this is a big one, um, for us. So hopefully this will help. Um, about imposter syndrome. Um, in other words, not thinking we are good enough to offer a service or charge a certain price. And I, um, I'm positive, right? That we all went through that at the beginning. And I think that there are some people out there like, well, this is a gift. How can you charge for it? Mm. You know, what do you guys think about that one? Cause it, we've all dealt with it, right? I have, oh yeah. I have a lot of thoughts on imposter syndrome. It's always with me. And, and so I think that's really important for everyone to hear. Um, I don't, I try to veer away from saying combat imposter syndrome. It's like navigate imposter syndrome. Yeah. We all have it at some, some more than others. I, whether it's about my writing or my teaching or my mediumship, Sometimes I do, I doubt myself or I feel like a fraud, like, oh, they're going to find out that this, this isn't real or that I'm just kind of faking it till I make it. Yeah. Actuality, uh, I'm not, of course, right? You know, I, I have, you know, clients saying this is real, this is real, this is real. Yes, yes, yes. And meanwhile, I'm like, oh, no, I'm a fraud. Uh, so the first thing is to just know anyone who's listening, who, who feels like I'm a phony, I'm a fraud. This is a thing. Yeah. Uh, and just knowing it exists. Like remind yourself, uh, you're you're not, not alone. And we all have, we are not alone, and and we all have gifts. And as it relates to charging, uh, and you know it it being a gift, uh, I consider every gift to be sacred. Um, whether you have the gift of baking, the gift of computer coding, whether you have the gift of animal communicating, and so I would really like to leave people with. Um, uh, you know, not one gift is greater than another. Nobody would say, hey, you shouldn't be charging for your scones or you shouldn't be yeah. charging for your IT support, right? And so all gifts are sacred and, and putting that out there, of course you should you should charge for your time and your talents. And it, it might go, and this could be a great conversation if you guys haven't covered this lately, but you know, it, what money, uh, limitations or, you know, uh, values that aren't serving you, do you look at for, for, uh, 
your services, right? Money to me is energy. It's possibilities. I just it's, wrote down because I'm always taking money. Notes. Feels real good. Yeah, money yeah. to me feels good. So you know, to charge uh, is exciting. And when I think about, if, am I going to offer uh, a service for uh, $20 an hour or $80 an hour? I'd also like to believe not only am I honoring myself, but it, it actually serves the client. When, when the client gets the chance to invest in themselves, something that might not come as easy as a $20 bill, uh, that is them putting intention and energy out into the universe saying, I believe in this, that I want this to happen. So I, I could go on and on. Yeah, but that I, is I such to a good point. I love the way you said that. It was really funny because as you were talking, I wrote down energetic exchange. Um, and for a lot of people, money is ping, ping, ping. It's a pingy thing. It's a trigger. It's a, you know, like, you know, people look at money as bad, you know what I mean? Or, or difficult mm -hmm. or something like that. So if you take money out of the equation and look at it as an energetic exchange, you know, that can, can be uh, different and, and that can make you think different. And, and there is that other, you know, just human reality piece um, that, you know, we go to classes too, you know, we go to classes and go to programs and spend a lot of money um, learning different tools and techniques and stuff like this. So we can be of yeah. better service to our clients. So it's not just like one day you sit down and yeah. I mean, some people are like that. They've never taken a class in their life and they're just whatever. We just happen to be those kind of people that I want more for my toolbox. I want more for my toolbox. How can I be a better service? Can I, if I do it this way, if I yeah. learn something about this, then I can give my client a, like a better thing. So, you know, on that human level, there is like, there's a lot of money that, that goes into our studies and stuff, but um, you know, just like. And we need to eat. <laughs> yeah and you know just we have like, houses yeah we have houses <laughs> we're human because yeah. i always have people would you would you barter and i'm like oh god a chicken isn't gonna pay my mortgage you know what i mean like you do you, you know but i i will for some people and we do give to some people you, you know what i mean like and so i always say like there was recently someone it was an old client and and she reached out hadn't seen her in a couple of years and she reached out and she had a there was an end of life situation for her animal and mm -hmm. it was like it needed to happen that reading needed to happen like right then and i looked at my schedule and it, like within minutes it was like bam 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 like all of a sudden this person shifted to here and it was like oh boom like i could call them and I called them and I reached the animal for 15 minutes and she's like, send me whatever you need to charge me for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I didn't send her an invoice because it didn't, it, it just felt like a paying forward thing there. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so that does happen. That does happen. Oh I even reached out to Ginger. Ooh, so what's that? Oh my God. That's gorgeous. Isn't this beautiful? That's I had gorgeous. a client. Um, really wanted an, a, an Akashic record reading and asked if I would bother. This is red chameleon, red jasper, turquoise, and onyx. So everybody who's listening to this, it's a gorgeous necklace. Oh my God, and earrings. Earrings. Wow. Um, but I knew, I just had this feeling that it was an expensive proposition for her to do that. This was a gift. This is, you know, I, I just was thrilled. And so oh, yes. yeah. changing. Yeah. That way. So, so sometimes we will do that. You know what I mean? You just have to feel your way through it. 
Um, you know, but, but we do have to look at it is, you know, just because, you know, okay, look at a plumber. Okay. So a plumber went to school and he knows how to do this stuff. We would never, Hey, could you just do it for me? I, I don't, I'm, you know, could you just do it for me for free? You know, that wouldn't, that wouldn't happen, you know? Um, so I think we do have to, uh, get that imposter syndrome out of there. And again, that had what I had said before, like I put an intention out there, let me release all attachment from any outcome. And I always say, let yes. me be a conduit. Let me be a, a, a clear and accurate channel. So like, in other words, it's not, so that also takes the pressure off of me. It's not me that's doing this. I'm the channel, I'm the conduit. So it's just coming through me. All I'm mm -hmm. doing is getting clear. And then it's, you know, whoever, you know, God, spirit, universe, animal, whatever coming through me. And that sometimes can help me. It's, it's not me that's creating this information. And so I can't be wrong. It, you know, I mean, I can, but you know what I'm saying? It's me just trying to get as clear as yeah. possible. Um, and so it's like the renting, too, you know, I, I think we get, <laughs> you know what I mean? The renting Sorry, space in my body. If I get clear and the renting that space, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Right. Then it's, it's not, body, you know, you remove yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I was going to say the, um, for those struggling with charging a fee for whatever their, their gift is too. Sometimes it's important to look outside ourselves. What's the other plumber charging, right? What's right. the other animal communicator charging? And that can be an easy way. Cause sometimes, like you said, Jerry, sometimes too, it, it's hard to read for ourselves or it's, it's hard to be that, that message, uh, of authenticity for ourselves because we're just bombarded with, you know, we're just too close and, and that ego is inside of us. So, so, you know, look at a few people that are doing something similar to you, right? Like, okay, this person's charging this, this person's charging this. Why on earth would I charge this, right? Why on earth would I say that this is free? <laughs> right. You know, meanwhile, you know, everyone's charging between 60 and 80 for an example. Yeah. Right. Because I, I think that if you don't charge, then it does not hold the value. Correct. And I know when Jerry and I were doing yes. communication in order to certify, we had to do 20 free readings. And so I don't know if you had this experience, mm. but I set up some readings that people didn't, two, I had two people that didn't even show. Yeah. Cause it's of no value and it makes it like a hobby. Oh, it's, it's Jerry's yeah. hobby. Right. Mm. You know, like, oh, this is a fun little toy. Right. Um, yeah. And you're right. And that's kind of what you said, Danielle, people are investing this. And so they're putting it out there into the universe. Like I believe in this and I want the answers from this. And then you have a really good connection with that person because they're invested in it. Right. You know? Yeah. I like that. And people want to give and shop local, right? The right people. It, it, it feels good to give mm -hmm. money to someone, right? That's right. Not to a small, per, yeah, Walmart, small right? Yeah. Right. Small yeah, business. It's so, I, I think again, it's just, you know, saging those limiting beliefs about money, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it truly is a win-win. And then for those, you know, out there and, and it's using Jerry's law of attraction, uh, you know, making sure that if you, I believe if you stay true to your services and true to your worth, the right clients are going to find you and see this friction about what should I charge or I, you know, I'm, I'm at a price point that doesn't feel right to them. You, you guys will naturally find each other. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
Well, that was great, you guys. Um, I loved Woo! all the questions. Yes. So thank you, Danielle, <laughs> for for most of those questions. Um, that they, they were they were really good, and I think it was a, a really great top, a bunch of really great little mini topics for everybody. And of course, we could talk about them like for days. I'm sure. But, um, we didn't have days. We I know. I'm like, wait a second. We just started talking a second ago. Right? Why are been, we, why are we ending? And it's been an hour. Been an hour. So as usual, <laughs> well, here we are, like. That. <laughs> So thank you guys uh, for listening. Thank you, Danielle, for being here as a guest wife. We really, really appreciate it. As usual, you guys know where to find us. The website, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Don't forget our Facebook page. Uh, we really, really, really are looking for topics right now um, because we really don't want to get stale. So we're 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 kind of uh, trying to make sure that we get a lot of um, good topics here. So if you guys want to hear about anything, reach out to us, go through the website. You can, you know, get to us via that. You can get to us via the Facebook. So just that at Psychic Wives on the Facebook page, um, you can find Ginger, you can find me, just uh, reach out and let us know if there's something you would like us to discuss. And, uh, you know, Danielle will be here on and off for forever. So, <laughs> so thanks again, Yay. Danielle. Thank you everyone <laughs> again um, for being with thank us. You. We will see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry and Jerry Carabin, where we discuss everyday living with a twist. To learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicwives.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives. If you would like to support us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And feel free to share our episodes with anyone you feel would benefit from listening. Sending you all peace, love, and light.